0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Titus with Dan Irvin. This is Kirk Bjorkland. Welcome to Five Good Minutes today, Titus 3. And Dan Irvin, who serves as our campus pastor, our Strip District campus, and is part of a great staff team here at Orchard Hill, will be leading our time. Enjoy. Well, here we see Paul concluding his letter to Titus with. Some strong words, some strong advice. This is verses 9 through 11. Paul says, But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. Warn a divisive person once, and then warn them a second time. After that, have nothing to do with them. You may be sure that such people are warped and sinful. They are self-condemned. And this word here, avoid, in verse 9, in the original Greek, it literally means to turn the other way, to run the other way. When you encounter someone who's engaged in foolishness and arguments and and quarreling and things that don't matter, run, go the other way. Because these discussions, Paul says, are are unprofitable. They're useless. Again, here we see this emphasis that we saw in verse 8 on producing change on being profitable producing something good in society and culture and and this i believe is is Paul's cry his emphasis for this entire chapter and in, in Titus chapter 3 and that it's this in light of the gospel knowing what we know about what Jesus has done do good because eventually eventually that doing good will lead to communities that change that begin to ask questions of of why. why is this person who knows Christ, who speaks of Christ, doing good? And they're, they're living a life that's different than the life I have. And I wonder what it is about them. Uh, you know, Chuck Colson, who's infamous, maybe you've heard his name for his imprisonment in the Watergate scandal uh, in the 70s. And then more famously known for his conversion to Christianity and his subsequent work with prison fellowship. He wrote this in one of his books, he wrote, Christians who understand biblical truth and have the courage to live it out can indeed redeem a culture or even create one. Can redeem a culture and even create one. This, this is the opportunity before all of us that profess to know Christ, an opportunity to redeem a culture and perhaps even create a new one. And so here's where I see God at work in, in all of this, in this whole entire chapter, God is inviting us to participate in a work that he doesn't need us to be a part of, but he is allowing us to be a part of for our own joy, for our own growth. And what a, what a gift that is. The book of Hebrews talks about the joy that that Jesus had, even as he was about to endure the cross. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 says this, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus, knowing the pain and suffering that he would go through on the cross, he endured it for the joy, for the joy that was set before him, for what he knew it would bring about for humanity, for you and for me, it was personal. Wherever you might be today as you listen to this, take heart because Jesus tells us that even in the worst of circumstances that we have an opportunity to find joy in him, that we can help create communities, families, workplaces that are counter-cultural, that are pointing people towards a different ultimate reality than the one that they currently have. Pointing people towards the hope, the hope of eternal life with Jesus. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.